welcome listeners to the Trailside Dukes podcast, where we talk about sports and things in life in general, right? For sure, Corey. And uh, I have uh, Tony here with me, and uh, we're going to be... What I want to do first, Tony, I want to talk about the playoff race in Major League Baseball, because I don't know if you saw this or if you know what happened, but... Uh, last night, the Mariners took over the final wild card spot from the Blue Jays. Okay, Corey. I mean, I'm wearing my Blue Jays shirt. It looks very nice. It's the classic it's Blue Jays holiday shirt. I got holes under my armpits. It's an old shirt, but I love this shirt. Holiday on the back. Classic. But what you're talking about right now, Corey, hurts me bad, like in my growlies. Well, it should, and I don't have uh, the audio playback for the the walk off home run that Incarcion. Basically, the Blue Jays are playing the Reds yesterday. Yep, they're zero zero. Good team. Zero zero, going to the bottom of the ninth, and the Reds hit a walk off home run, which is big for them because they have their own playoff race that they're working on, and we'll talk about it in a second. And the Mariners, they played the uh, Astros and won 2-0. And uh, Julio Rodriguez has been on fire. So I'm excited. The M's have always kind of been my team growing up. And I know the Blue Jays are your team. And I don't get to rub it in that much. Hardly ever. You did last year in the playoffs. That was a heartbreaker. uh, Losing to the Mariners the way that the Blue Jays did. It sucked. (laughs) So here's what it looks like as far as the the playoff race in the American League. We've got uh, the O's, the Orioles, the Rangers, the Twins. Those are the top three teams and fighting for um, the last playoff spot is going to be between the Mariners and the Blue Jays right now because the Blue Jays are now just a half game back. So pretty pretty tight race there. Over in the National League, uh, it looks like there's a good one going there where Philadelphia's up two and a half games. They have the first wild card spot. The Giants are a half game back in the second spot. And then the Reds, with that walk-off last night, they took the third spot. And tied with them is the Miami Marlins. And then just a game back from them is the Cubs. And then a game, back, a game back from them is the Diamondbacks. So pretty yep. pretty good close race there as well. So If the Jays weren't playing the Reds right now, I, I like the Reds. I, I, I kind of cheering for them in the wild, in the NL, but um, not this weekend. <laughs> Suck it. Well, Their shortstop I, is amazing. I am a Reds fan this weekend for the next two games. I bet you are. Okay, and uh, what do you what do you what do you want to talk about next, Tony? I mean, you you get a pick here. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. We have a special guest uh, in our midst, and we have a segment called "We Have Cool Friends." So I would like to uh, introduce a cool friend, and uh, his name is Kobe DeLeonard. And uh, Kobe, welcome to the show. Hey, glad to be here, fellas. <laughs> Okay. Now you're a fellow podcaster, is that right? That's true, yes. Oh, what's your podcast that you have? It's called Da Boys and Da Bass. Uh, it's a podcast that me and my friends do from high school. 
We just talk about whatever we want to talk about. Sweet. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, Kobe, so like on our show, you know what I mean? It's the, the Cool Friends segment, but uh, you go to school at a pretty interesting place. Can you tell us about the school, where it's at, and we'll go from there? Yeah, the school's called Embry-Riddle. It's an aeronautical university in Prescott, Arizona. Uh, Prescott? Uh, it looks like Prescott. It's pronounced Prescott. The locals will haggle you about it. Like Biscuit. Biscuit. Yep. No, okay. Close. I think, that, I think yep. your dad was, that was his nickname in high school, the Biscuit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. I think they right. made a game about him. Right. <laughs> actually, actually, I had a nickname in high school. I did. And it was called. The Biscuit. Yeah. No, it wasn't <laughs> The Biscuit. I was actually Twinkie. Oh, that's better. Yeah. Wow. I don't, you didn't have to tell us that. Dang. Well, I can share the story later. Sorry. Right. Right. For sure. Yeah. So Prescott. Yep. Prescott, Arizona. Like Biscuit. Emory Riddle. What mm-hmm. what do you what do you learn about at Emory Riddle? I'm studying aerospace engineering. Dang. Yep. You smart, Kobe. Okay. Uh, people tell me. People tell me. I don't feel smart when I'm there. But Alright, you're humble. I try. I like I your try. style. So when you're not in school at Embry, what are you doing like on the weekends? Do you do stuff with your friends? What's there to do in that part of Arizona? Because you're pretty close to Sedona, right? Yeah, there's only outdoor stuff to do there. So like coming from Coeur d'Alene, there's always a bunch of stuff to do in town and stuff. But having no money, I can only do hikes and stuff. We go camping in Sedona. Uh, got a bunch of rock climbing. I, my buddy's rock climb, so I joined the rock climbing club. Hit some tennis balls on Sundays. I keep myself busy. Do you play pickleball in Arizona? I think I might start yeah. playing some pickleball. So they're they're okay with that. It's not like in Montana where they they shame people for playing pickleball. Oh well, the average age in Prescott's like I think seventy two. So I think it's the the official game of Prescott. Dang. Yeah. That freshman class. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Yep. In their seventies. Got some oldies. Yeah, why not? So have you been playing much pickleball lately? Uh, in, in over the summer, yeah. With you, with Twinkie over here. Oh boy. Yeah. You did. The we, Twinkler. We got out. The, uh, we <laughs> the did twinkler. get out the other day, and Kobe was on fire. His game progressed as uh, you know the morning went on. Sweet. And uh, I think he did it all on like a sprained ankle or something. Sprained, I didn't see what I sprained happened. my ankle like right at the beginning of warmups. Oh, oh boy. Yep. So it can be a... I toughed it out. It yep. can be a tough sport. Yeah. We weren't even playing. Oh. I was walking off the court. Okay. Now you're going back to college next week. That's correct. Okay. And mm-hmm. so travel-wise, I hear you You guys kind of have a little bit of an outdoor adventure planned. What's that? Uh, I'm not the one to talk about that, actually. Twinkie has all the plans laid out. The Twinkler! Let's hear it! Uh, I, well, we're going to be going through your old stomping grounds in Pocatello. Love Pocatello. And, uh, there's a place that you recommended to eat. So yes. we're going to try that. Uh, it's Buddies. Buddies. Yep. So tell us about Buddies. Awesome little kind of Italian, uh, theme atmosphere. And, uh, it's a, um, it's just got amazing food in there and you can't go to Pocatello without stopping it at Buddy's. Okay. 
So we're gonna we're gonna try that out. I guess uh, I, from what I was told from Tony and Jessica that like big time garlic type plays Ooh. like we're gonna smell garlic I on like each garlic. other after that, and then Spicy. Uh, I think the next day we're gonna go down near Bryce Canyon, and there's also Red Canyon before you get into Bryce Canyon. So we're gonna try to hit this uh, cool little mountain bike trail called uh, Thunder Mountain. So we're going to try that out and see what that's about and go into the hoodoos and we're going to check out Bryce Canyon the next day. Roll down to uh, school, get them all situated, and then maybe a day up in Sedona. Giddy up. Super fun. Kobe, uh, you got any uh, last words here, words of wisdom? Oof. Man, put me on the spot with Let's that one. Think about it. Like... On our last episode, we had Canada Jack on, and he was talking about always keep your stick on the ice. Life lesson. Amazing life lesson. Uh, What is it? Teddy Roosevelt once said, speak loud and carry a big stick. I'll end with that. All right. I like that, Kobe. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Okay. Okay. So, Corey, I think we're on to our next segment, which is the Carroll College Corner. Ooh. Um, we're going to talk a little soccer today. I like it. Yep, we got uh, some Carroll College men's and women's soccer. Uh, I know that uh, I think just recently the girls team uh, won their first scrimmage. They played a team uh, out of Casper. I think it's Casper, Wyoming. So Casper College. And uh, they won 1-0. Bryn Johnson hit a rocket goal from outside the 18, and that's pretty cool because she's actually a defender. So a lot of times, sometimes those defenders can't get up near the 18 for a scoring opportunity. Right. And uh, she was there, hit a rocket, and put them up 1-0, and that was enough to take the scrimmage. So, Bend it like Johnson. <laughs> I guess so. What's cool about Bryn, uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho uh, native, but her parents are big, uh, grew up in Montana, Missoula area, and uh, you know they're just all about Montana. And uh, she's a superstar kid, and that's pretty exciting for the uh, lady fighting fighting saints. That's yeah, awesome, fun. They have quite a few, I think, quite a few kids from over here, from like Lake City and Coeur d'Alene, right? Maya Reitz, another superstar, um, and I think there's some Spokane kids. We'll have to delve more into that at another uh, another show, but. Uh, um, they're a good team. Fun. I watched a few games of them last year. So coming up, the girls have their first game on August 26th, and that's going to be at home against Northwestern College of Iowa. Ooh. So could be a good one. A nice little home opener there Ooh. for the ladies. I don't like Iowa teams. Why not? There's a lot of NAIA colleges in, in Iowa. And, uh, you know, for going back to football for the Fighting Saints... Um, you're usually going through an Iowa team if you're going to make it to the national championship. So let's, Saints, let's crush Northwestern. Ooh, I like the grunts. Yeah. You're getting them fired up. Well, that all works with the Trailside Dukes theme. You know what I mean? Some grunts in there? Sometimes, you know, you're Dukes and grunts and biting on a stick and sweating. You know, it all goes together, Corey. My goodness. I I know. (laughs) (laughs) and then the boys uh carroll college men's team right the men's soccer they've got their first game uh 
coming close nearby us. They're going to be playing Whitworth on August 25th, and that's just over in Spokane. So Pirates. Taking on the Pirates, yeah. So that'll be a good one for them to get going. That's just exciting stuff. Nice little roadie. Yep, yep, and just kind of wrapping out the uh, college, uh, the Carroll College corner. And then uh, in football, they have that big game uh, against Tech to open up their season. So fun stuff coming up for Carroll College, for sure. I like it. So that's, I know. That's the Carroll College corner. And uh, anything else that you have coming up this week? What are your big plans? Well, uh, lunch... And then dinner. <laughs> Lunch and dinner. Right. Yeah. Get some mountain bike rides in, you know. Um, oh, nice. Uh, if you don't know Corey and I very well, we, we love to mountain bike, and that's part of uh, going into the name of the Trailside Dukes, which, you know, we delved into in episode one, a lot of different meanings. But, yep, we, we like the outdoors, and so I've been riding Coeur d'Alene Mountain lately, Trail 257, awesome trail. I heard you went for a ride this week up Canfield Mountain. I did, but I feel like you were saying that you saw a moose or something like that. Big moose. When you were up yep. at 257 the other night. Big moose. Kind of came around the corner. I was going uphill, so not very fast. But uh saw the moose in the trail and just stopped. And uh, I had my little speaker that I like to uh, blast out music while I'm riding through the trails by myself just to... Uh, you know, make any kind of animals aware that I'm coming, and uh, she looked right at me, and I looked at her, and we were, there was probably a good 50, 60 yards between us, but uh, she kind of just eloped up the trail, and and I kind of just crept up to make sure she wasn't turning and coming back, and I didn't see her, so I just bolted past her, you know what I mean? And uh, another buddy of ours said that just a few days earlier, he saw uh, her and a calf so Ooh. yep that's a little you know sketch so I, I took every precaution and when I felt it was safe I just zipped on by now you you've ran into quite a few different animals when you're bike riding I mean you bike a lot but this isn't like you've seen a bear and mm-hmm. a, a moose do you speak Canadian to them when you see them or what do you do well, uh, the bear incident, I spoke many languages, and <laughs> that is another tie-in with Trailside Dukes, because I may have had some of that in my shorts when uh, I ran into that bear. So in those days, this is about six, seven years ago, I was riding up the trail, and I had my earbuds in because I love music, which is dumb, because you know I recommend anybody hiking biking, whatever, to not have earbuds in because you want to be aware of your surroundings. So I saw this little brown thing about three feet away just scurry across the trail. And I was like, I think that was a bear cub. So I stopped, got off my bike, put it sideways and started walking backwards. And sure enough, mama jumped out. And my first reaction is this is a big bear. She was big. It wasn't a grizzly Uh, She did have brown fur, which I understand researching later, Um, you know, black bears, when they mature and stuff, their fur will turn brown. And she looked at me and my heart's starting to race thinking about it, Corey. I might have to go to the bathroom. Um, Uh I know. So she kind of galloped at me. I had about 10 feet separation and I was still kind of creeping backwards, looking at her with my bike sideways. And she galloped at me for about five feet and I just yelled, no. Like, no, it was my, I was, didn't even think about it. It just happened. She stopped and she stood up like in the movies 
and she was taller than I am and you know I'm not terribly tall but I'm about 6'1 and she was bigger than I was and she kind of did this you know slow little cup took a couple steps and her head was going back and forth sniffing the air and I was like this is it I mean it was like something in the movies and I couldn't I just I can't believe this is happening I've, I've ridden up Canfield Mountain for over 10 years at that point and uh she got back down on all fours and I had kept, you know, backing up. So I think I got about another 10 feet-ish, 10, 15 feet. And she galloped at me again and I screamed no. And she stopped and what seemed for forever, like it was probably only like three or four seconds, we're just staring at each other. And then uh, out of the grace of God or what, a helicopter started going over the mountain and she looked up and heard the whoop, whoop, whoop. And she did a 180 and took off probably 20 feet and then downhill after her cub. And I have never seen an animal, human, whatever, move that fast. And so I got on my bike, went the other way, and I've never gone as fast as that before. <laughs> Ran into a jogger and I said, dude, if I were you, I would turn around. I explained to him what just happened. He's like, yep, I'm with you. And so uh, he must have followed me, whatever. But uh, I bolted down and, uh, you know, called the fishing game. Not that I want, want, wanted that animal to be killed or anything. I mean, it's, you know, my buddies and I have talked about it. You're probably riding by all kinds of bear, moose when you, when you ride trails and there's nothing, right? So anyways, a few days later, they just put a couple warning signs, you know, beware mama bear, right. you know, out there and. No other incidents happened from there, so she must have just moseyed on with her cub to, you know, the great wild, and all was good. But that was an amazing scenario. I hope I never have to repeat. Do you think uh, now when you're out riding and you run into animals like like the moose, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, my heart like, kind of my heart rate went still up a gets bit. up there. It's oh, yeah. not like oh well, it's I, no big deal. I faced a bear already. No, I think you take every one of those situations, you have to be extremely cautious. I mean, I, I wasn't in panic mode, but I, I was definitely aware, you know what I mean? And Right, and, especially uh, if you knew there was a, a calf, maybe, right. you know, your buddy was right. saying there's a calf out there, so. Yep, yep. How about you? Have you ever, you ever ran into anything? Uh, rocks mostly. I've, <laughs> like, seen, I've <laughs> seen you run into rocks, Corey. Yes. I usually see like deer and elk and turkey and stuff yeah. like that. But I think one of the reasons I don't maybe see quite as many animals like you have is because I usually ride with a, with a bell on, right? And so I don't have like, um, usually I, I turn the bell on for the downhill portion. Just to let fellow hikers know, or anybody else that's around, like, hey, I'm coming. And that way they can hear me before I get to them. And so they might, lots of times, um, people are really cool. They'll clear the trail. They'll get off to the side because they hear the bell and they know which direction I'm coming from. And that way, you know, there's no accidents or something with Smart. them. And so sometimes I... If I'm out, I, I bike a lot on my own, which probably isn't smart. But if I'm out alone in a newer spot... I'll turn my bell on um, as I do the climb as well because I don't want to run into anything. Like For if I sure. go up to Schweitzer, sometimes I feel like I almost have a dinner bell on. Like, hey, I think bears, if, here if I am. If I would have had a bell on at that time, uh, right, I think that cub and the they would have heard me come in and uh, that would have never happened. Yeah. Yeah. 
and so you know it's just a little timber bell um i can turn it on and off it's got a lever and as i hit bumps and stuff it goes off and it jingles so um yeah that's not all that's jingling Corey. no everything's pretty (laughs) compact (laughs) okay all right so yeah i think that's why i don't see as many as you do um just because i have the bell going and it kind of alerts them well, I have the bell and the the speaker going in, and I've had a lot of compliments from hikers. You know, when you're coming downhill, you're you're going pretty fast, and they're already off on the side, and they're like, "Thanks for the bell and stuff." It's pretty cool. I think that's cool, like to share the trail. Yeah, they like it, and that's a good life lesson for I think sure. We're here to educate, and we're about education, making people smarter. Trailside Dukes is just, I mean, we're just delving into all kinds of topics and just helping people out, Corey. So it's a positive nature of Trailside Dukes. So what else uh, What else do you have as far as, you know, anything on the trail, another life lesson or anything? For me, it's not following you because sometimes when I follow you, I get hurt. I have the same thing because I follow a buddy named Nick, and he's he's way better on the downhill. And when I try to follow him, bad things happen. Right. Right. Yeah. And Nick, I think he's borderline of we have cool friends segment. Right. We might get him on, but it kind of he's got to. Sometimes he's mad. Right. You know, like today he was texting me his uh, weed whacker was breaking down on him, and he was mad. He, what he said, what should have taken him ten minutes, took him like almost an hour because he had to keep repairing his weed. And he's mad. But maybe we'll have a segment of called, you know, I'm mad. I'm mad, and we can bring Nick on, and he could talk about his weed whacker. <laughs> <laughs> that could be, could be something. I agree. You know what I mean? There's lots of things to be mad about. Well, do you think we should? Wait for that moment, or should we just start a segment called I'm Mad, like right now? Um, Is there anything you're mad about? Should we do this? I say we do it. Let's do a couple minutes, you know what I mean? I I, I don't like to be mad, you know what I mean? I like to compartmentalize and then let it go, but we all get mad, right? Like right now I'm kind of mad, right? Because it's smoky in the Northwest. Yes. And uh, it sucks, right? So wildfires uh, they had to evacuate medical lake washington and uh, that's scary stuff you know and you hear about hawaii scary stuff and uh you know i mean i can get mad about it it's out of my control i just wish that you know uh, there's a lot of money being put into all kinds of technologies and you know what i mean and those those forest fighters uh fighters god bless them you know what i mean like that's right. not an easy job and uh you know those guys are protecting us i mean it's 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 a scary amazing thing so i'm mad i i wish we could help those guys out by doing more and uh, i think we can right like i know the fire um it was reported the one just north of Coeur d'Alene was human started and oh. it's only like 10 percent contained right now so like yeah okay. hey i'm mad at those people what are you doing right yeah it's it's tough. I mean, if it's natural, a little yep. more understanding, kind of crazy, you can still be upset about it. But when it's man-made, it's like meh, almost inexcusable, right? Yeah. I mean, you got one over in Cheney, Washington, the medical lake one that you're talking about, I think, right? Big fires in British one... Columbia, Alberta, all kinds of stuff. I'm sure Montana. I know Montana has There's fires. There's stuff everywhere. It's and the Northwest. The air quality today is a little rough. For us yeah right? it's kind of like outside. being back in canada with my relatives that smoke you know, cigarettes you know what i mean so like geez louise wow you know 
being a kid, my parents smoked and I used to like in the seventies in their big Ford LTD, I used to seatbelts weren't a big thing back in those days. And I, I just lay down on the floor in the back seat and <laughs> try and breathe whatever I could. But yeah, we don't like smoke. I have one thing I'm mad about if we have time. Okay. I don't usually get mad either. I'm usually pretty optimistic. Kind I don't of know if I've ever seen you mad. Kind of guy. I was mad yesterday after oh, work. Oh, you were mad. I was mad. Dang. Um, daughter's car is having some issues uh. and it made me upset and I didn't want to work on it, but it's something that you can't ignore. Otherwise, it's going to get worse. So I was upset with that. And at the same time, when I go outside to check on the car... The pool covers off because it was so windy, right? And that's the, we're talking about the fires. It was spreading the wildfires uh, big time. So uh, get out there and the pool covers off. And I I mean, like real world problems here, right? That I'm getting upset about it. But it's just stuff I didn't want to have to deal with. Yeah, so then, all the you little know, things as a dad. Pine needles and all that stuff are in there because the pool cover came off and floated to the bottom of the pool. And You're mad. Just, I was very mad. It took me a little while to... Kind of come off of you should have jumped being... in the pool <laughs> i probably needed to cool off <laughs> so thanks for listening to me being upset for sure and you know we're here for you all those trailside duke listeners and uh if you want to you know maybe at some point we'll have a text in or call in and let us know what you're mad about Ooh, i like that that's okay. good all right thanks for starting that uh i'm mad segment to our friend nick right yes. he inspired us to do he, it he did yeah. all right well, thanks for joining us on the Trailside Dukes podcast. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and share it with your family and friends, and we'll see you next time. Go Saints! <laughs>